Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Hangover Podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Penninger, and I really appreciate you guys sticking with me through this time of not producing any episodes. I can't say this enough. I'm really sorry. I've been MAA, and I know I keep saying that I'm going to be better about recording episodes, and I haven't been keeping my word. I'm sorry, but I am here today to let you know that I am here and I am ready to be back recording this podcast and I honestly feel really good and just so motivated to be back. I feel like I'm in such a good headspace to be sitting here today recording an episode for you guys, so let's just get right into it. I know you guys are probably expecting a part two episode of my SIBO story and we will get into that eventually in a later episode, but I finally like I said, felt confident and good again to come back to recording. And I felt like my first episode shouldn't be about the rest of my SIBO story. I felt really drawn to talking about a different topic that we will eventually get into. But first, I know you guys are all dying for a little life update about me. I know because you guys are all begging and asking me, you know. Um, So for a little update, for those of you who have listened in the past, You know I was growing some veggies and finally started my own garden. Well, now since it is wintertime and it's cooling down a little bit, I know it's California, but still cooling down in in my eyes. If it's below 80 or if it's in the 70s, you already know I'm wearing a sweatshirt. Anyways, I have finally transitioned into planting my winter plants. I got some basil, broccoli, cauliflower, and artichoke all slowly growing and I can't wait to see how they eventually turn out and of course you guys will be first to know and updated when I get a little baby collie or little Brock you know little Brock so don't worry you guys will be updated on that so pretty much that's all that's been going on with me besides work working out and taking care of my little babies and being back on this podcast that's really the only life update that I have going on. So let's cut to the chase and dive right into the topic. The topic that I wanted to talk about today might be a little heavy of an episode for my first one back in a while, but honestly, who cares? This is my podcast and I can do whatever I want. So you can choose to listen if you don't want to, or if you want to, whatever. I want to talk about food. And what I mean by that is my personal relationship and my journey with food in general. And I want to first start off by saying that I do not have everything figured out in my life right now. When it comes to food and my relationship with food, um, I do struggle currently. And I just feel like by sharing my personal story and my relationship with it, I hope someone can hopefully relate to it as well. So I don't know the exact point in my life when I started to battle with my relationship with food and it wasn't until this past year or so that I kind of put a face to the name with what I was dealing with. But I would honestly say around sophomore or junior year of high school is when I developed a very unhealthy relationship with food, but I didn't realize that I actually had an issue I was dealing with. I just thought I was a high schooler, like nothing really wrong with me. I just really didn't think anything of it. So looking back now and looking at myself in present day, I will sit here and say that I do struggle with binge eating. 
And what binge eating is, is consuming a good amount of food within a short amount of time. That doesn't mean I'm having like a Thanksgiving type meal. It just means that you can just binge out on certain type of foods like chips, ice cream, whatever it might be for you. And you just go to town super quickly and don't even realize how much food you're actually consuming within the few minutes of your binge episode. So I've always found comfort in food and I'm not sure why. And that's something I'm still trying to work through and process today. And I think by actually talking about it out loud and addressing my personal issues, it will help me move forward. Like I've said in the beginning, I kind of want this this podcast to kind of be like a therapy sesh. So here we are, my therapy sesh. But my mind when it comes to food isn't a constant state of thinking about food. It's like I'm always fixated on it. I'm always worried about what I'm going to eat next and what specifically I'm going to be eating next. And I find it difficult for me to redirect my mind to just quote unquote, go with the flow and not be so fixated on food even when I'm so stuffed and full after I just ate lunch or something. My mind still goes to, okay, what time am I going to be having lunch? What am I going to be eating for lunch? It kind of automatically goes on to the next instead of, okay, I'm going to eat when my body feels hungry. I don't need to put a specific time on when I'm going to be eating. I just need to be listening to my body. But I know a lot of people turn to food for comfort. We honestly have all been there. You're lying if you say you haven't been there. When we've had a crappy day or night, week, month, whatever it is, and we just want our favorite meal or something to make us feel comfort. Mine is ice cream. And I go, I turn to that to turn my day around. And you turn to that specific comfort food in your eyes to make you feel better. And we have all done it. And while I might feel comfort in that specific moment eating that ice cream, which made me feel happy. It's after when I'm finished with it, I go back to being sad again because then my body feels shitty that I ate that and I knew I wasn't going to feel good after I ate it. So why did I eat it? Why didn't I choose something that I know I still liked, but was going to help turn my day around actually in a positive way and not feel bad after I, I ate it. So when I go through my periods of binging out on food, it almost feels like some something else, someone, whatever, takes over my body within that two to five minute span and I black out in a sense. While I'm going through that, I internally tell myself, Linz, come on, stop. This isn't going to make you happy. This isn't going to benefit you or help you in any way. But I somehow find a way to not listen to that voice and continue eating. It could be right when I get home, I'm hungry, but I'm not going to go make myself a meal. I'm going to just eat a bunch of chips and salsa. Like, I love chips and salsa as well as ice cream. So I might binge out on a bunch of chips and salsa, and then I'm full, and I feel bad that I did that. Why didn't I just opt for spending that few extra minutes making a nutritious meal for me, and and I won't feel bad after eating it? Um, This is a daily occurrence for me and like I said, I'm slowly trying to work through this personally and build a better relationship with food because when I would and or do binge out on something, I, I find myself extremely restricting myself the next day to make up 
for eating so much. And when that happens, when you restrict yourself so much from something, your body starts to crave so much food that you end up more times than not binging out again. And it's in this constant toxic cycle that you have with yourself. And it's ultimately exhausting. Something I also struggle with is that I don't know when to stop eating. I could eat my meal and I feel good. I feel content. I'm not overly full, but I I feel good. But I always have to cross that invisible line and eat until I feel extremely full and uncomfortable with myself. So something that I'm trying to also work on is just be content with what I had prepped or ate for myself and that I feel good and not to cross that invisible line. And it's okay to eat again if I get hungry within 30 minutes or an hour, but just don't overeat. And I find myself constantly doing that with pretty much every meal I have. So that is also something I'm trying to be very, very more aware of in regards to my relationship with food. Something else I would do when I would have an episode or something, I'm just going to call it an episode. Um, something else I would do and have, have learned no longer to do is weigh myself daily, especially after I might have binged the night before. Weighing yourself daily, I feel like, is something you shouldn't even do in the first place, especially if you're a woman. Our bodies change so often. And it's like, I'll wake up, drink a sip of water, my body's already changed for the day. Like, it fluctuates so much. But I used to be that person so fixated on what that number said. And I'm going to be honest, um, I still am somewhat fixated on that number. And I guess that kind of goes along with what I'm working through today. I'm trying not to be so fixated on what the scale says. I'm just trying to be fixated on how I feel overall and my feelings towards myself and my body. Um, I don't know why I would weigh myself today after a binging episode, if you want to call it that, because obviously the number is going to be higher and then I would get really upset and depressed the rest of the day because I was so upset that the number was high and I'm like, why am I self-sabotaging myself like this? Obviously, like, no shit, it's gonna be higher than what it normally is maybe on a typical day where you stick to, you know, my meal plan, my snacks, my workout, my water, any of that. Like, of course it's gonna be higher when I just had a bunch of ice cream and cookies and chips and, you know, whatever the night before. So I was in that constant once again, toxic cycle with self-sabotaging myself like this. And then I would restrict myself so much the next day, it would just be a horrible day. Uh, I would also track all of my food in my fitness pal and other fitness food tracking apps. And that was extremely unhealthy for me. I'm not saying that you should stop using any type of food tracking app. I'm just saying since me personally, I'm so sensitive about food and it's a very sensitive subject for me. It was also very toxic for me to log everything. I was eating and physically see it on an app on how much or how little I was eating that day. Um, uh, These apps have definitely helped me in the past, um, but 
I just realized for me personally, it was unhealthy for me at that, at that time. And like I said, I'm sorry, this is kind of a heavy episode, but I just felt really strongly about sitting here and talking about this today. A few things I've done to help with all this. And like I said, I still struggle, struggle daily with all of this and my relationship with foods. But like I said, if I'm just sitting here talking about my daily struggles, I honestly already feel better about moving forward and continuing to work on myself. So just want to share a few things I've done, if you're also dealing with this as well, to ultimately help build that better relationship with food. And this probably seems really simple for some people, but it's to eat foods that are going to make me feel good and know that make me feel good. I would restrict myself and eat foods I didn't like, but they were still healthy. But then I would just eat a bunch of unhealthy food right after it to then feel feel satisfied. So what I've been doing is meal prepping meals that are very nutritious and I look forward to eating each day and make me feel good once I am finished eating them. Because if you have food that you've prepped for yourself that you don't look forward to every day like I did, I would eat my eat my meal that I took the time, paid for to do, and then I would, you know, eat some chips or what wh- whatever it was. And I would defeat the purpose of me fueling my body with the nutritious food that I had prepared for myself. So what I have found is having healthy meals or snacks constantly on hand for me that I can just grab and go at any moment has been very helpful when I feel the urge to act out. And also, like I said, I have stopped logging my food in a food tracking app and I feel like that has really helped me have a better relationship with food. Um, I personally know the certain type of portion sizes I should be having with each of my meals. So that has really helped me not worry about my macros in a sense because what I'm truly focused on right now in my life because I've tracked my macros before and that has helped me and maybe one of these days I will get back to that if that's something that I feel is necessary for me in my fitness journey, physique journey, whatever it is. But currently right now with my meals, what I'm trying to do is just make sure I am getting a healthy source of protein, carb, and a fat in each of my meals is once again something I am just making sure I am doing with breakfast, lunch, dinner every single day. And by doing that, it ensures that I'm properly nourishing my body once again with what it needs to function properly on a daily basis and get through the day as well as not depriving myself from the foods that I want to eat. Because when I feel crappy about myself and after I might have a binge episode and eat some bad food, I get in a horrible mood which has a domino effect to the rest of my life, maybe acting out on friends, family, whoever it is goes, you know, my attitude could go into work and that's not fair to anyone else because I put myself in that position to do that to myself. I have the power to not my not let myself get to that point 
and it is not fair that I might act out on other people and show them attitude because of something that I did and was preventative. You know, it's nobody else's problem and it's nobody else's fault but mine. So I just want to say that as well. Loving my body is something I have always struggled with and continue to deal with today. And I pray there comes a day where I feel 100% completely good and happy with myself no matter what that looks like for me. And something that I've been trying to actively do each and every day, granted some days are better than others and we all have those days, um, but it's just to stop feeling guilty about things and holding on to so much guilt, which therefore builds up so much anxiety, which later leads to possibly an episode where you're unhappy with yourself. So waking up each and every day with a fresh new mindset and not feeling guilty from the night or the day before is definitely key because if you're holding on to something that's happened days ago, months ago, weeks ago, that guilt just builds, builds, builds. And if you can't let that guilt go, then you're never going to be able to move forward with how you might be feeling or whatever you might be struggling with. Also, getting rid of negative self-talk. Once again, uh, we've all been there. I think I could sit here all day and pick apart every inch of my body, everything I'm insecure about. But honestly, what is that going to do for me? How is that going to make me feel better about myself and put me in the right direction of healing my relationship with food, healing my relationship with my body? So, Instead of focusing on all the negative, turn towards the positive. And once again, this is easier said than done. So I feel like if I just keep saying it out loud and saying it to myself, it will become easier. And switch your your, your self-talk. If there's something you're insecure about, whether it's your arms, legs, something like that, if, you know, my arms and legs are too muscular, No, they are strong. Your arms and legs give you the power to do so much in a day. And we take them for granted, honestly. So they are so strong. They aren't too muscular. And strong is beautiful. So I feel like just trying to switch your mindset and that self-talk to a, that negative self-talk into a more positive self-talk is, is key. Also, carrying self-doubt within yourself. You know how strong you are. We have all been in certain situations where we don't think there's any light at the end of the tunnel and nothing will get better. Well, where are you at today? Did you make it out of that dark time? Are you a better version of yourself and stronger now than you previously were? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to go with yes because we have all been there and we need to stop doubting ourselves what we can accomplish physically and mentally because you know we've all gone through times where this is the end of the world oh my gosh how there there's how long is it going to be until I actually have a good day and I get out of this dark constant cycle like there's no point but honestly look at where you're at today you've made it this far 
And carrying self-doubt within yourself isn't going to help you once again with your healing process and moving forward and becoming the best version of yourself. Lastly, other people's opinions. This is also a very hard one for me because I am easily influenced and sensitive and affected by other people's opinions. And once again, this is something I'm working through. So this is my therapy session. If I'm talking about this out loud and I'm sitting here saying this to, you know, the five people that might be listening, like, I I don't care. Um, I am not living this life for other people. I'm going to say that again. I am not living this life for other people. So why do I care so much? I need and you need to shift your focus onto doing what makes you happy and feeling good about yourself. If people don't agree with whatever it is you're doing and decide to exit out of your life or make comments, that's on them. They chose to leave and it is not on you because you're still here. You're still doing whatever you whatever you want to do. You do you, boo. And I will probably get some opinions about sharing this I guess, personal fact about me binging, but once again, who cares? I am not living this life for other people, and I am not the only person on this planet that struggles with their relationship with food. Food is grown and made for us to live, so I should stop looking at it as such a negative thing and such a daily battle and look at it as it was made for me to live and live the life I'm choosing to live today. All these things that I just listed don't even have to do with food if if you don't even struggle with your relationship with, with food. This could be something else that you personally struggle with and you're currently dealing with right now in your life. And all these that I said apply to other aspects of my life as well. But honestly, while I'm working through my relationship with food and how it makes me feel, and how I look at it, all these things that I just listed really help me. And before I eat, or choose to eat, or think about food, I try to actively remind myself all of these things that I just stated, and that it doesn't make me weak if I have an episode, because I know how strong I am, and a few minutes of weakness is not going to determine how I am as a human being and how much I've gone through in my life and how strong I am. And I need to stop looking at food as it defining me and it giving me happiness or sadness. I need to direct my focus someplace else that makes me happy and not direct my whole world, which is a little exaggerated, but it's true. And I need to direct it towards somewhere else and put my mind and energy somewhere else instead of food because eating food should not scare me and eating food should make me feel good and help fuel my strong body. So that's how I'm going to continue to look at food (laughs) and I apologize again that this might be a little heavy of an episode. But once again, I just felt really strongly passionate about talking about this. It's kind of funny. Uh, I went to 
college for public health and I want to go into food and go into more schooling for food and all that stuff and look at me. I have a poor relationship with food. Who would have thought? That is so funny. But not really funny, but you know what I'm saying. So I need to, like, I am very passionate about food and healing through food and all of that. So I need to, if I'm going to be talking to other people about food one of these days, I need to first work on myself and build a better relationship with that before I can, you know, talk to anybody else and help anybody else in their life. This is kind of a a deep episode, but I'm, I'm here for it. I mean, I can't just come back with a boring episode. I gotta come back, hit the episode, nail on the head. Is that the saying? I think so. Uh, hit the nail on the head and just go for it and talk about whatever I want. And people can choose to listen if they want to. So yeah, that's pretty much all I really have to say right now for this first episode back. And I really hope you guys are able to relate to this in some sort of way. But if not, that's cool too. But um, yeah, I'm just going to end the episode right here. And thank you guys for listening and all the love and support. I know uh, some people have been waiting for episodes back. So um, your girl's back, baby. And follow the podcast Instagram, thehealthy.hangover. And episodes are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. All right, love you guys, and thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.